episode number 177 of the Homeowner's Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. It was my fault. <laughs> it was my fault. Hey, the slider was down. All I know is that uh, I had to get that in really quick there <laughs> at the right. end because I was like, we're not going to get to the end of the action. You're not going to get left hanging with no music, right? <laughs> oh, man. I'm sitting here going, okay, it's time. It's time. We're live. We're trying to do this here. And <laughs> should I should I do my line? Is that should I go back to my hellos? No, no, no it's too okay. late. It's we too already late. did. We the missed wel- it. That's fine. We already we already did the welcome to the show. All that stuff. It's someone already happened. Out, someone out there is like having a totally different homeowner show experience yeah. right now because it's like what Craig didn't say his thing. Yeah, yeah. They they're they're not sure what to do right now. But. Suck it up, Buttercup. Hey, I got a question for you. <laughs> yeah. Why is half of your driveway in the street? Uh, because of that monsoon that came through last night. <laughs> I, was, I was going, okay, <laughs> I'm driving on Craig's driveway in the middle of the road. Let me tell you all something. I hate my driveway. I do too. I think we all do. That that has been one of my biggest lessons in homeownership ever. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. You've paid a lot of money to have that redone. Yes. Yeah, and yes, more than once, right? Or just once? Just Just the once. Okay. The guy, so I see. <laughs> so pissed. You triggered me. I know. Uh, so I actually see the guy on TikTok that did my driveway, and he's like telling people how great a driveway is, because he like he makes most of his money like resurfacing like commercial parking lots. Okay. Um, but he came and did my driveway, and he just did a terrible job, and he did not um, represent what he was planning on doing properly. Okay. So I was. I was under the impression that I was paying for a new asphalt in my driveway. He uh, said that he – anyway, he put down recycled asphalt and then sealed it. Ooh. And so like two days after he finished, it, we had a heavy rain, and I, I lost half my driveway. Um, oh, yeah. my gosh. And that was like two years ago. Wait, did you find this guy on TikTok? No. Okay. No, I don't, okay. And I don't want to go into how I found this guy because that's that's an unpleasantness as well. Um, <laughs> men's bathroom. That's right. <laughs> and the men's bathroom. It was, it was exit 43. Um, but, <laughs> Wait, but, that's, that's way down in Houston. I know. <laughs> that's, that's where you pay less. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's past 1960. That's way out there. And when you want to save, <laughs> you go south. Um, but anyway, it, it looked nice when he got done, but like it, the rain just constantly washes it away. And like whatever reason, yesterday it was just carrying it off, and it's piled up in the street. I'm gonna have to go shovel it, and because otherwise I'm gonna piss off my neighbors. Because um, that that'll be fun. To well, have angry I mean, neighbors. I, I'm just thinking like. What do you do to fix this? Is it like French drain time? Or what do you do to fix that problem? Because uh, here, here's the problem. is The it, answer is $20,000 in concrete. That's the answer. Well, get on it, buddy. What's the $5,000 answer? The $5,000 is the JA that I hired to do the last thing. Yeah. <laughs> JA. JA. You can use your imagination. Okay. Uh, so, um, <laughs> I, I mean, because – I mean, besides concrete, which I know would fix the problem at uh-huh. that point, but I'm afraid that would just wash out the sides of the concrete because you've got you've got this this rush of water that gullies right through yeah. kind of the center of that thing in the same spot. I mean, like you could literally just 
put a French drain right there, cover it back up, and it would be level almost. Well, yeah, and, and for those of you wondering, we got Freddie P in the studio who's who's been chiming in, so we want to make sure that everybody knows who's who's talking. The Freddie P. That's right. But uh, I, I, so I actually I was actually talking about this three or four days ago with Jehu. Okay. And he was telling me he's like, look, man, just dr- not a French drain. I don't know what they call it, but it's like a concrete box with a grate on top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what those called, but a I drain. Know what, it's a drain, but like it's it's like a commercial drain. Okay. Um, and he was like, "Look, I just put one in on my property because he's got a really cool property just down the street from us." Yeah. And he's like, "I had to put one in to drain the water from the property because it was pooling over here." And he's like, "Look, if you put it at the spot where you can see it deteriorating the driveway the most, that's where the water's going to. So just put the box there and run everything else out to the street so it just picks up the water, takes it off the driveway." Okay. Um, which it's. Makes sense. Reasonable idea. It's just going to be like, it's going to be expensive. Yeah. To rent the equipment to do it. Yep. Yeah. And, and take a. I mean, it's going to be like a two or three day project. Yep. Um, which I don't mind, but like I just don't have the time for that. Right. Okay. Now. So here's here's a question. Who out there has a backhoe <laughs> that would let Craig borrow it so that he never have to deal with this again? Somebody out there has one. I bet the guy, the right. TikTok guy that originally did it, has a backhoe. Oh, there ain't no doubt about that. Oh. Yeah, he, he's got one. He just doesn't use it correctly. Yeah. He is a hoe. <laughs> use a hoe. Use a hoe. All right. Well, hey, um, that how about, was fun. How about like a backhoe for five gallons of beer? I can make that <laughs> hey, happen. Hey, that's fair trade. That, I think so. I mean, look, if y'all – seriously, we will even video it and like – Put you on the homeowner show. Yeah, Freddie's drinking one. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. It's right. a little, it's a little chocolatey, peanut buttery. Mm. Yeah, so it's good. If that's your thing, butter beer. I can get good. you whatever you want, really. But okay, yeah, it's worth it. Five gallons of beer, backo. Deal. I mean, who doesn't want that? Mm. I mean, <laughs> you get it. <laughs> Hope you have a refrigerator. That's right. <laughs> so I, I, I actually had a plan for like the show opener. Oh, because we needed to put an asterisk on an episode that we did two or three weeks ago. Okay, we're gonna start over, guys. All right. Hang on. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the asterisk? Well, so we we did the episode on the Magnolia Network. I remember the the show was homework. Here. Did you hear about this, Freddie? I I did. I saw some articles on it too. Yeah. So homework got pulled. Yep. They pulled them. However. They're back on. They're back on. Yeah. So the, you know, diligent team over at Magnolia, the Chip and Joanna crew, what, they they went in, they researched, and they determined that we still want to run the show. Yeah. And I think it, I, the article that I read, I think it even said that the network agreed to help settle some of the disputes. Okay. Um, so they, they may have looked at it and said – this is not a situation where we feel like the, the couple is, you know, it's not a, it's not something that really could have been avoided or something that could have been prevented. It's just something that happened. Yeah. So we're going to help you guys out resolve this and just move forward. Yeah. So what I will be interested to know is if those episodes air. Yeah, I would be it, because shocked the, if they actually <laughs> did. <laughs> well, I, you know, I mean, who knows? Uh, I, no, I mean, we. Here's the thing. I would assume that the majority of folks out there watching the show are mm. not watching it the first time. Right. They're watching reruns, right, eventually, and they're not going to know that this ever happened. Probably not. I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, I, I do. It was. It's not like this wasn't a big deal. It was a big deal, right? But at the same time, 
I feel like they're just going to be like, eh, who cares? Well, the, the people that complained, they're, I mean, like, because this all happened on Instagram, their Instagram accounts blew up. Oh, sure. I mean, like, so they have tons of followers now. So yeah. the, so for my people that are watching this for the first time, tell them a little bit about the story, because I don't know the full story yeah. like you guys do. Well, I don't know that anybody really knows the full story, because... Uh, episode number 175, I think it was. That may be right. Um, I can double check that's that. That's a good place to start. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Uh, but that's not... Just start at 170. Yeah, just keep You're going. You're bound to hit it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so it's it's pretty simple. Um, so Chip and Joanna Gaines, they've got their own network, the right. Magnolia Network. Where so, they're... R- real quick, is that like its own thing? Yeah. Like where you uh-huh. pay a subscription fee to the Magnolia Network? I believe so. Or is so. it part of something well, else? I think that I think that it's – I don't know. Okay. But what I think is I think it well, can do be – Do you tell the story? I'm going to look it up. I think it, it can be either or. Like it's part of a maybe a package. Okay. Like I think it's like one of those you, you ordered YouTube TV, and it's one of the things that comes on it, and YouTube TV is paying them. Right. I think. That would be smart. But it would be. But he, so, so here's the deal. So they've got this network. Their very first show that they were going to broadcast was called Homework. It was a really cool show about um, this family who bought a school – and renovated it into their house. It's really awesome. It's, I mean, you can go look it up. It's a sweet place. And so they are remodelers, and so they go in, remodel people's homes, but they're calling the show Homework, which is brilliant. For, you know, here's right, a family that remodeled their school. Okay, all that stuff. But the problem is that there was like four different families that came out and basically said they screwed us. Like they did the, they didn't finish the job, or it took them months and months and months. Or we asked for a refund, and they've only given us like a tenth of the refund that they owe us. Or they said it was going to cost fifty thousand dollars, but it actually cost a hundred thousand dollars, like twice as much. Like all of these accusations, and so Chip and Joanna, like they're, I'm sure it was their people, probably not them. Right. You know, they they they've just pulled it, and they're like, oh, we're not going to show it. Like this was like the week it was supposed to air for the first time. And so it was one of those deals where it's like, okay, well, uh, you know, air nothing. And so they just didn't air anything, you know? And so – Clara um, just let herself in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Slyly. Yeah. She just kind of like, yeah, go yeah. close that door, Clara. Hey, close the door behind yourself. She has so, to open it. She doesn't know how to close yeah, it. It's, right. it's, <laughs> it's the opposable thumbs. Um, so anyway, I, that's the story. And – I, you know, a couple of weeks later, they did more research. It's back on. It's back on. It's back on. So that's what's going on. Well, so, so here's here's what I learned from reading. Okay. So, which took me a while. Uh huh. Um. So they are actually part of Discovery Plus. Okay. So okay. it is it is a so network. It's, like a it's a network of of show or uh, yes. Which channels. I think I think network of channels. Is it Discovery Plus part of like the Disney Plus bundle? I think so. Well, did. Disney owns Discovery, well, that's, I mean, so yes, that would be the case. I think you get case. Discovery Plus yes. when you pay for Disney Plus. Yes, I think so. Um, and it, but it also says that they have their own app where you can stream um, all their shows. So, but interestingly enough, uh, homework is not listed right now as one of their shows. Oh. Even though they announced that they are they are going to have it's just still not there. It's just still not there. Okay. So but there's there's actually one. Um, it's called Restoring Galveston. So this oh shows. yeah yeah yeah. It's it's this is actually okay. I don't I remember reading about this and I'm I don't want to butcher it, but um, this is a guy that's 
local to where we're at. I think so, yeah. And, I mean, I think he lives in the Houston area, but he's doing a whole thing down in Galveston. Really? As well. Really cool. I mean, there's a lot. Galveston has a ton of history. Yeah. In the, and a ton of old, old yep. homes. I mean, it's, it's a really smart thing to do. I mean, Galveston's a beautiful place, and like you said, the history there is really and, – and Galveston has spent millions of dollars on on their shoreline to yeah. to get it in better shape, and it's it's gotten a lot nicer. Oh, yeah. So, so well, we need to let our guest like let everybody know who he is. I mean, he's he's had a brief appearance on the show at a live event that we did. Yeah, I don't think you've ever, I don't think you've been on the show other than that. No, we did the show at um live at um. Hmm. We were place. at that pizza place, yeah. RC's or something. Oh, RC's Pizza. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give RC's an awesome plug. They have the best wings. Omg. So really? if you, if, yes. So if you go to RC's Pizza, Booty Road at Rayford, they have incredible wings. So if you want some awesome wings, go there. So um, worst spelled street ever. Because you yeah. tell me, go to Booty, like it's, it's looking like B O O T Y. Yeah, not, you know, it's like no, no that's not it. It's no, B U D D E. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so um, we had we did have uh uh, I did part of the show there. Yep. And um, so now I'm back. Nice. This, but this is the first time in the studio. Yeah, first time in the studio. Yeah, so. So, so let everybody know who you are, what you do. Yep. So what's up, everybody? This is Freddie P. Freddie Polymer is your real estate pro. And um, I'm a real estate broker here in the Woodlands. And um, just staying really busy right now. Obviously, everyone wants to know what's happening in real estate. And there's always um, something going on. And <laughs> right now, we're entering another another shift um, you know, one thing that people have really did in 2021, which there wasn't a lot of homes for sale. There was, I think we were down like 50% On of, our the, of, of the inventory homes for sale in a normal, in a normal world. It takes, let's say on June 1st, if no more homes were listed, it would take, oh, what'd it, you do? There was an emergency. It's yep. fine. We said something that the No, we just click off of it like everybody does. <laughs> emergency, <laughs> emergency, stop. <laughs> Go away. I know. Flood. This it's one's all fine. the way in this one's all the way in Buddha, so it didn't really affect me right now. Um But in a normal situation, it takes about 180 days to sell all the inventory online. So like in our local market here, which is Har, it would take six months to sell. Everything that's that's listed online. Last year we were averaging eleven to twelve days oh my to sell everything Oct. like at a snap, which wow. is like that's unheard of. Ludicrous speed. Yeah, lo- you <laughs> seen, you, you've seen you've seen Luda. space balls. Yeah, <laughs> they have light speed. Mm-hmm. They have warp speed. They, and they have lo- they, yeah. When you go to plaid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I know so, what you're saying. So we were in ludicrous speed last year. <laughs> now things have slowed down. A okay. little bit, you know, it tends to slow down November, December, January. Uh-huh. But still, I mean, anything that's listed for more than like 10 days is like, what's wrong with this property? Yeah. You know, we're still in that mode. So me- clearly the dead body's still inside, right? Yeah. 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 They haven't cleared. Yeah. Just throw the chalk line. Yeah. Fresh. That's right. <laughs> so, but here, so here's what I think everybody was predicting. Everybody was predicting that. 
the market would stabilize as far as, you know, at some point we couldn't hold this pace forever, um, mainly because the inventory was going to run out, right? right? Eventually people are going to get scared. They're, they're going to they're gonna sell their house, but they're not going to be able to buy anything else because it's going too quickly. So they may get premium dollar on their house whenever they sell it really quickly, but then they're not going to be able to buy anything. So the inventory was going to run out. It's kind of the, the prediction that I was hearing from time to time. Now, here's my question. It slowed down a little bit, right. a lot, but a little bit. But have the prices shifted very much? Is it are, are prices coming down, or are we still seeing because it's still happening quickly that we're still getting over asking price, all that kind of stuff? What's what's happening with all that? Pricing is increased. So last it's increased. La- yeah. So last year, and then and uh, it's gonna be something. Uh, something's gonna have to happen. Where it's like a cataclysmic event for the prices to come back down. Mm-hmm. They're not coming down because of mortgage fraud like in 07, 08, and 0, you know, yeah, we, 12 years ago. We addressed that. Yeah, right. so like those things are, are not going to happen anymore. But um, it's going to take something huge, and I don't know what this could even be, for the prices to really drop like they did back then. So last year, the prices in some areas went up. 20% in one year. That's a ton. From 2020 to 2021. So I actually had someone that bought a house in 2020, just a regular Lennar house, 180000 They sold it for 245 in like 16 months. Oh, my goodness. So they walked away with like 56000 Yeah. after closing costs. Commissions, fees, title, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, in 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 months. That's and that's and that's a that's a low priced right home. And I mean, and it, but that's just one small little example of what happened all over the entire country. I mean, this is this is goes on in every state in almost ninety percent of cities. This explosion has has happened, and it's caused. And it's it's going to cause a lot of people to not be able to buy a home. Yeah. Because yeah. you're moving prices up so much. We went up 14% to 20% in some areas in one year. This year, they're expecting another 6% increase from 2021. So in two years, we're looking at a 26% yeah. increase. Yeah. Which is nuts. Yeah. I which mean, is because, nuts. Because, the, again, it kind of goes back to my problem that – or the problem that I stated, which was people are going to be scared of selling because they're afraid they're not going to be able to purchase anything. They can't afford the purchase price of the thing they want, even though they're getting ridiculously top dollar for their home. Right. They're getting more equity out of their home than they ever could have thought about getting. So here's a question. How many people are you finding that are going, eh, I'm not going to sell. I'm just going to rent my house because the renter's market is ridiculous too, right? Renter's market, yeah. It's uh, it's also gone up, just not as fast as okay. the sales. Now, something interesting, um, in 2021, just as you just said, a lot of people sitting on the sidelines, right? Okay, yeah. so all those people, millions and millions and millions of people sat on the sideline in 2021. Those people in 2022 are probably still – Buyers and sellers, mm-hmm. they're still thinking about moving, right. right? Oh, yeah. Along with 
the new people that would traditionally be moving. Okay. So now we've created, we had the people from last year. You, you mean the people who are like aging up into adulthood that would now become new home buyers. Exactly. First, or first time home buyers. Well, either first time home buyers or the people that are just getting to that time, right? Yeah. So like, let's say last they're year. They're finally ready. They're finally ready to make a move. Right. And they're finally ready. Now they're also finally ready with the people last year that have been waiting for this year. Yeah. So now you have another situation to where you're going to have a lot of people still that are still looking for homes. Mm-hmm. You have last year and now you have this year. Yeah. So it's created another situation where we're going to have another year of low inventory. We're not going to have enough inventory to fit the demand. So it's going to be bumping our prices up and up. Because you're, 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 if the house is clean and the house is in decent shape, it's going to sell. It's going to sell, and yeah. it's going to sell for more money than it's listed. Because mm-hmm. do, you, do you think a lot of that is – because I see a lot of these builders trying to be aggressive in building houses, particularly around here. Right. I mean, like we have multiple new developments, but it's hard to get like a new house in there because materials are short, and it seems like labor is short. So, I mean, like you, you have that compounding the issue, right? I mean, like these guys are like, look, we have buyers we just can't get the houses together quick enough in order to to feed the demand. Right. And the the builders are in a in a pretty good spot. One they have plenty of buyers. Yeah. Plenty of buyers, but like you just said they have a material problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, they have a, a not necessarily a wood problem like they did last year, but yeah, wood's gotten better. Wood's wood's and lumber's okay. It's it's all the small things. It's the hardware, it's the handles that goes on doors. It's the little it's the hardware that goes on your cabinets Mm -hmm. it's all the extra little things that people don't even think about that we're having a problem getting it's some of its appliances i was gonna say appliances are huge i mean you can't can't get appliances for the house yeah i mean you you don't have the chips you don't have the chips put in the in the for some of the high-tech refrigerators well i mean it was how many months ago was it that we had megan on where she was Oh, I mean, it's it's been a while, but she was. I mean, I mean, she was saying the other day that like they're still waiting. Yeah, like some people are still waiting on things that they ordered from them, and they're it's like months out, yeah. months and months and months. Yeah, and it's nuts, and it's like it's not their fault, right? They just can't get the product. Nope. Yeah, they can't get it. They can't get it shipped from China. <laughs> They're like it's sitting in the South Sea somewhere. What like did you did you see the deal? I I, I saw a couple of people reporting on it this week that it, now it's it's not necessarily that it's sitting on a boat out in the Pacific, that now it's it's actually in train yards, but people have figured out that like and I think we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago where like they're not getting arrested for a robbery. And so they're looting the train yards because they know that those trains are just sitting there because they don't have enough people to move them. And so they're literally like just emptying train cars. I saw it. it it's it's you, you horrible. Saw, you saw some of the it's, pictures. Yeah. It looks like India with all the trash that's they just tore t- tear open tens yeah. of thousands of boxes and steal everything. And I don't know who's paying for that. Is Amazon giving them a refund for all those? Things that didn't ever arrive at their house. Yeah. I mean, that is. I hope everyone takes a look at that and goes, "There is a major problem here yeah. of train robbery." As weird as that sounds, saying. What are we it, like in the? Just, we should note that. Freddie, are we in the like Freddie the went pretty 19... hard on India right there? Yeah, we did. <laughs> I'm just I've seen Slumdog Millionaire. 
That's right. Are we are we in the like the mid eighteen hundreds Robin Street, you know, train cars again? Well they didn't do like, it on horseback. Well then, I don't know. did you see any horses? I I know the I the kinds of people that we yeah, this is just not Okay. Did you see any law enforcement? No, of course not. <laughs> well, did you, they're not getting a if they are getting arrested, they're getting a a three dollar PR bond and then Man. they're getting released. So they're not I mean, getting they're not getting no, I'm just saying they're they're you know Robbing train cars. Yeah. That's not something you hear these days. It's it's, it's not. It's but happening, man. It is. It's uh, ridiculous. So back to the story. Sorry. It, it, <laughs> it, yeah. So go back. It it is hard to finish homes. Um, you know, builders are they're stretched as much as they can, but you know, right now is their time because they have lots of buyers that need to buy homes. So, so. do you think? Because I know this is something we were talking about before the show. Do you think what's happening with foreclosures right now is going to provide – and I, I I hate to use it like this because I, I, I hate the idea of anybody being kicked out of their home. Right. Right? But we've, we've had a long pause on foreclosures, and it, it seems like they're, they're opening that back up now. Do you, do you think that could potentially provide – some relief to the demand in the market because some of those, I mean, like, you know, some people like buying foreclosures. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to help some, it's going to help the smart educated buyers Investor, that have yeah. money that have beans. It's not going to help 98% of your general first time home buyer that's looking on Zillow to buy a house. Right. Right. It's well, gonna. So for for people that are listening that may not know what we're talking, what like what's happening with the foreclosure market? Because it, like, and you can probably explain this. Yeah. So okay. So they put a forbearance out. So if you could not make your mortgage payment, then it was deferred. So you did. You basically went. I want to say it was like eight to ten months of not making. A mortgage payment. Right. But then that ended in September, I believe, or October. And so then they're saying, okay, we need to catch you up. But they kind of did it to where if you took that for – if you didn't pay, mm-hmm. they put all of that money and all that interest on the back of your loan. Mm. Okay? So it, it almost doubled, like – your year, like, let's say if you would have made your yearly payment, let's just say your yearly taxes, insurance, um, principal was like a thousand dollars a month. Let's just say make numbers real easy. Yeah. So you paid twelve thousand dollars a year, right? On, sure. on those things, on your payment, like that bubbled into like let's say about eighteen thousand that they put on the end of your loan. Mm. So not only were people not paying their principal and their insurance. But they weren't paying their taxes. And that's created another issue with people not paying their taxes because the tax authority, like let's say here in Montgomery County, they need those taxes to pay for roads, to pay for police, firefighter, all the basic necessities that we have here. And so they are going to foreclose on – the number came out the other day I heard, like one out of 11 – Homes right now oh are, are are behind Jeez. on payments. I mean, it's a big, big, big number. I mean, you, you, that starts that starts sounding like 2008 kind of stuff. It it it, it kind of does, you yeah. know. So so it, again, we're we're almost splitting like 
like the middle class is like getting thin and you're either kind of be like on the haves and the have nots. Yeah. And it, it's kind of really like, like splitting that right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I was telling people if you can't, this was last year, if you can keep making your payment, if, if you can, yeah, some people couldn't because you know, your kids are at home and you work at a place where you can't work remotely and you worked at a, you know, a store, let's say, and you, you can't be home with your kids that are home from school and they're five years old. So you have to stay home with them. Yeah. So you don't have employment. So, you know, it created a, a bubble. So we're, there will be a lot of foreclosures coming up, but most of the people that are going to be buying those will be big hedge fund company corporations. Yep. Um, companies like open door will come in and, and they'll buy a bunch of properties um, hedge funds like BlackRock will come in and they'll buy a bunch of properties. So there won't be as many like going around. There's going to be like major corporations and hedge funds that come in and are going to be a big, big buyer. Yeah, and once once they do, I mean, people living in those homes are going to get a big wake up call. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna suck. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. It's it's gonna hurt. Well, like one of the things that you said in there that kind of freaked me out a little bit is the fact that when you're not when people are over leveraged and they haven't made a sufficient down payment on a home, they have to pay the mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. Right. And if they haven't been paying that, what does that mean for the bank? You know, like this, like that's why I say it sounds like 2008 kind of stuff, because if they're allowing people to live month after month after month, like you're looking at like over 12 months now where they haven't been paying mortgage insurance, which means that the bank can't recover any of that. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the bank's going to, I think they're going to recover most of their money because the prices of homes have gone up so much. Oh, they're going to get it. They're going to be able to get their money back. Sure. Because if you if they've gone up 26% in 2 years, that's more than PMI. Then yeah. So so yeah, so they're they're going to be they're going to be fulfilled. They're going to be fine. But um it's it's um but not until they sell it. But not until they sell it, yeah. Yeah. So uh you know, it's it's a situation that um is going to be hard to get out of for a lot of people, and you can't refinance if you if you if you've taken that. Have you taken forbearance? If you taken forbearance, and I've had a couple people reach me and say, "Hey, I want to, I want, I have equity, and I want to refinance now." If you've taken that forbearance and you need to make, I think it's at least three or four payments back. That's all. Before you can start to refinance. Oh, okay, I got you. Before you can start to refinance. You basically got to show some history that you can pay it So for, exactly. before they're going to let you. Exactly. For, for most people, I'm guessing that's close to like six grand. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm averaging it out, but I'm, not, that's, I'm guessing that's probably about what it, it's like around two grand a month, right? Yeah. So, well, it just, it, obviously everyone's going to be a little bit different on that right. regard, but. Having access to that kind of cash, though, I mean, like for some people is. Just not doable. Mm-hmm. They don't well, have it. So so now with the so now the situation is is okay. You've been in twelve months forbearance. You haven't paid anything. We're gonna redo your loan. Mm-hmm. So they're now redoing people's loans. And obviously, if before you had a you had a principal balance of two hundred thousand. Now your principal balance looks like two twenty. Oh, so they're they're going to be redoing the loans, but based off the valuation of what the house is now. Well, the appraisal. They, they're well, they're going to no, they're going to do it whatever you didn't pay last year, plus fees, oh, geez. plus okay. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
redoing your loan means more probably loan origination fees, all the BS that goes along with it. So like they're not making it real easy to like get caught up. Yeah. You know, it's like before I was paying 1500. Well, my new note is 1700. Yeah. You know, and I owe an extra five years because I'm starting all over. Yeah. That one year, that one year, or is going to cost you five. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and at the new price. At the new interest. Right now, interest 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 rates are going up. So if you got a loan two years ago and you're at you know three point two five, and now you haven't paid in twelve months, and now now you're looking at four. Yep. So (laughs) it's 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 gets ugly. It gets ugly quick. Yeah. Well, and like you can't. I I think most people are sort of staring down the barrel of a gun, right? Because they can't walk away from the property because they probably purchased it at a much lower price than what they could afford to buy something now in the area that they're in. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was you you posted a listing today, right? It was a four bedroom, two bath in the woodlands, right? Right. And I what caught my eye about it is that you said this is a great price for this property. Right. Right. Do you remember what the price was on it? Uh, five twenty-five. Jesus. So, go. <laughs> the house will be gone tomorrow. Which, you know, like if you're listening to the show in California, you're like, that sounds amazing. But like for us, that's double. Two years ago, what would that house have sold for? Uh, that well, that house probably in the probably four, probably high high fours. The thing is, that house is like, I feel like that house is like super cheap. For the area that it's for the in. Area that like, it's I in. feel like yeah. that house will just, like, it'll be, like, pending tomorrow. What part of the Woodlands is it in? Creekside. Creekside, okay. And yeah. it had a pool. Yeah, and it has a pool. So, like... So, it's a, it's a nice house. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's 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 a nice house. But, like, it's not sitting on two acres. It's not, like, you know... Yeah. Like, to pay half a million for that house, like... I'm sorry. I, I'd never do that. Right. And, and so, these people who are in a tight spot, like, if they were in a 4-2 in the similar area and they bought it for, like, you know, 400 and they're looking at, like, five and a half now... That's ridiculous for them. I mean, like they can't they can't afford that. Yeah. You know, especially if they haven't been able to pay their mortgage for like the last however many months or whatever. Like, and, and so like rocking a hard place, man. Like, yeah. How do you how do you like one? What do you even do if you've been in forbearance and you're like, I just want to sell it? What do you even do? No, you can sell it. You can sell it. The the problem is is like you most financial corp companies like banks, credit unions. They're giving you like, okay, you need to sign here, uh-huh. and this you have to sign. They're, they put, they've been putting a lot of pressure on these home buyers to sign on the dotted line to go ahead and and approve this refinance. Okay, right. As soon as they sign on that dotted line, your your principal balance just went up twenty grand or whatever it may be in their area. Mm-hmm. So even if you try to sell it now, I was telling someone like three months ago. If you don't sell right now, like I don't, it doesn't matter to me, but I'm just telling you, if you don't sell it right now and you want to sell it in six months from now, you're going to lose $20,000 waiting six months because they're going to refinance your loan. Mm-hmm. They're going to change your loan to where they're going to add all this money at the end of it. Like you need to do this right now if you're going to do it. Yeah. And so she decided to stay in her house. Totally cool. I think she's going to be able to make her payments. Yeah. But I was just like, if you don't do this right now, they're they're yeah. they're gonna get you. Yeah. They're so all, they're always gonna get their money. Yeah. 
So it, it's it's there's a lot of changes coming up in 2022. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting time for mm. sure. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So is there a point? Is there a break point in the price of a house or a property to where it feels like it's not so much of a shift? Like I would think anything between like 200 and 350 is just like you can't buy those because they're just going to go and people are going to pay whatever they have to pay. They're going to go quick and maybe even all the way up to 400. Is there a point, a number, is it 650, 700, 800, 1 million? Is there a point at which it slows down a little bit and it and people are not going crazy? Um, in I would say within our um – 10 mile radius of like the woodlands or maybe even 10 mile radius of Conroe. Mm -hmm. The number goes up to a million, a million five. Wow. To where. You mean once you get outside those areas? Like up, up to that. Well, let's say like, let's say like woodlands, um, Montgomery, most parts of the West side of Conroe, like on the lake side. Uh Um, I mean, there is no like, safe zone safe area to where like those prices aren't just doing like this it's almost like you know back in the day when you were trying to buy something on ebay Mm. and like you put in your bid at like ten dollars and someone came in at like 1050 then you went into it at 11 like people Mm -hmm. people are still doing that and it's everywhere Mm. i mean it's it's every property it's because like i said you have all the people that sat on the sideline in 2021 Along with those people that are ready, that just got married two months ago, and they're ready to buy now too. Yeah, and the inventory's low. And the inventory's low. But but it also seems like the really expensive ones are still selling too. Well, yeah. That's, well, that's you know? what he's saying is like yeah. all the way up to like one point five, they're still selling. But I mean, like when when you would see like like a five bedroom, three bath house that was like a million dollars, right? I mean, like it, it used to sit on the market for a while because there's not that many buyers. At that price point, right? Right. You know, but like now it seems like, well, that's just, just the way it is. It, well, it's here's a funny. This is this is last week. Last week, there was a house that I would say six or seven people had shared. That agents had shared. Man, this is a really nice house. So it was this nice house in, want to say Montgomery or what, what do you Conroe. mean by agents shared it? So like I saw one agent like share the listing. Like, oh, share! I, I, I got you. Okay. They shared the listing on Facebook. They weren't like all living there together. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so I saw one uh, agent share the listing on their page, and another agent saw it and it was like, "Wow, that's a really nice house." They shared it on another page. So I saw this one house that was 1.7 million uh-huh. get shared like by four or five different agents. Yeah. That house, that house sold in one day. Oh my goodness! One day, it was one day on the market. That's crazy. To get it one day on the market, that means someone has to either buy it sight unseen, uh-huh. or literally go to the house at 9 a.m., spend the next four hours writing the offer, and then they accept at 10 o'clock that night. Right. One or the other. Wow. Like that. Gone. That fast. I mean, it's. 1.7 used to sit around for like three, four, five yeah. months. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
That's very normal for anything over like a million and a half. A day. Yeah. A day and it was gone. That's crazy. That means like if I had a buyer that wanted to buy that house on the first day, I lost that deal. Couldn't. <laughs> yeah. We, like, hey, we'll go see it tomorrow. Nope. No, you won't. No, you won't. Jeez. Gone. It's probably a cash fire too. Well, and like there's <laughs> – Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like I hope I'm not like, you know – Showing the man behind the curtain here, but like there's there's other ways of doing that. Like this this place, for instance. Like I bought it before it was on the market. Perfect. You know, but like they put it on the market, and then accepted my offer that we'd already talked about before it went on the market. Smart. <laughs> you yeah. know, and and it's so like you can do that. I mean, like it's you can do anything. You know, hundred <laughs> percent. Like real estate. I mean, in real estate, like there's a hundred different ways to sell a house. And like, obviously the most popular way that most people know about is putting your house on a MLS like mm-hmm. Zillow or HAR. And then you, that's going to get your most views, right? Mm-hmm. Some people just stick a sign in the yard and says house for sale and their phone number. Yeah. And you can sell a house that way. Yeah. You don't have to pay anything. It's obviously a little bit more work and a little bit more knowledge of how to sell a home, but you can still do it that way. You could go to forsalebyowner.com, mm-hmm. pay $149, list your house there, have people reach you directly, call you directly. I mean, you'll probably get 20 calls from real estate agents, yeah. but like that's just like another way to do it. So you is know? it on like on the one you're talking about, is that like just like a flat fee and they cover all like the paperwork and – Right, right, right. So, like, I, I want to say, like, there's, like, there's a bunch of them. ForSaleByOwner.com, FSBO.com, which uh-huh. is Yeah, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you pay, like, a flat fee. They give you some, like, tips. They kind of, like, say they'll help you with, or they do help you with some of the paperwork. I've never done it, but I'm just saying, like, that's yeah, kind that's of the service they, say they that do. they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, there's, I mean, some people just word of mouth. I mean that that sells. I mean, you if you have a nice property, you tell your neighbor, "Hey, I'm thinking about selling my house." Hey, I have someone that wants to buy it. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, and and I mean, I I don't know how many people I've known over the years who have said, "I want to buy that house," and they'd go over and knock on the person's house, "Can I buy your house?" And ever once in a while, it works. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, I mean, I, legitimately, I had I it, this was back in 2005. I had bought a, a truck in 2004, and I did all kinds of stuff to it. Put new rims on it, put a sound system in it, alarm system. With You're remote, bumping. With remote, oh, yeah, with remote start. <laughs> like, I had duels on the back, right? Like, this thing was really, really nice. And and I had a, a guy who's like, man, that's a really nice truck. Is it for sale? And I said, buddy, everything I own is for sale. Just depends on how much you want to pay for it, <laughs> you know? Numbers right. I mean, you want to pay me fifty thousand for this, which at the time was a lot for a truck. You pay me fifty thousand, I'll sell it right now. You know, so I think you the price is right. You'll sell something if someone walks up, and knocks on your door, will you sell your house for five hundred thousand? I paid two hundred and twenty-five. Heck yeah, I'll sell it. Everything's for everything's sale. for sale. Everything I own is for sale, except like my family, right? <laughs> Beyond that, <laughs> everything I own is for sale, and so. I think that on some level, you're right. I mean, there's a hundred different ways to do a deal. I mean, my sister, she bought a house, and um, it was it was just an owner finance. She walked up. They said, hey, we want to buy buy the house. 
said, sure. Um, we want to pay this much. They said, sure. They said, we don't want to go through a bank. Can we just, can we own or finance? And he said, we'll pay you this much. And actually it wasn't, it wasn't even one of those, we'll pay this much for the house. It was, we want to pay you this much money for 10 years. And, oh, and yeah. the owner said, deal. That was the deal. I will pay. And I don't, it was, it was something cheap. You know, it was like pay a thousand bucks for 10 years. And the owner was like, sure. And that was the deal. And you don't have to go through a bank. You don't yeah. have to go. You don't. There's there's no contract you even have to sign. It's a it's a it's like me walking over to Craig's house and saying, "Can I buy that guitar on the wall?" Yeah. Okay. I want to pay you a hundred payments of fourteen cents. I don't know whatever it is. And then he's like, "Okay, deal." And that's the deal. Not for my guitar. <laughs> Not for that. <laughs> Oh, I didn't. I was that one down there. Um, the the one on the floor, not the one on yeah, the wall. That, that one right there, that'd be fine. <laughs> that's right. But like, I think that that's the thing that we don't always understand. Is like, most of the time you're going to go through a realtor. Mm-hmm. Most of the time you're going to put it up on the MLS. Most of, but it's not always. Oh, you don't have to. Like, I'm in a bunch of a bunch. I'm in one dad's group. <laughs> Say, I'm in a bunch of dads. I'm in one Facebook dads group, and like, there's guys that ask real estate questions all the time and i'll say i'm a real estate broker but you don't have to use a real estate broker or your real estate agent to sell your house right i mean you don't have to use a lawyer to go to court i mean you can do whatever you want i would recommend that you would do some research before you just jump out there jump yeah. out and do it but yeah you don't need a real estate agent because people ask all the time do i need one no <laughs> you don't have to have one I mean, I wouldn't suggest you perform surgery on your cat, but you yeah. could do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of things you can do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, I think that's part of the thing, though, is like at the end of the day, that house, so it was a mobile home. Mm-hmm. That house was moved to their property. And at the end of the day, they just stopped paying for it. What are they going to do? Yeah. You know? So that's why you go through realtors. That's why you go through the the mortgage lenders. That's why you go through. There's some protection, that, right? That is there's right. contracts involved and there's legal stuff that is done. And I'm I'm sure on some level there was more than just a handshake on that deal that they did. Like surely there was some sort of a lawyer that wrote some sort of a contract that probably would hold up in court, right? But it can be done on a handshake. Yeah. Sure. You could definitely do it. Yeah. You can. Like, well, uh, we stopped paying. Is is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, that, I, uh, I just, well, it's not. It's not okay, but what are you going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. I'm going to go get a big old truck. <laughs> big old truck. <laughs> I got an F-750 over here. I'm going to pull this thing off the blocks. Super duper duty. <laughs> super duty. A super duper doopy. <laughs> it's, it's the big, big daddy. <laughs> All right, man. So one of the one of the reasons we wanted to talk to you is because at, at an event that you and I went to not too long ago, we met this guy that was doing crowdfunding for down payments. Oh my god! Yes. So this so, is cool. What? Real quick. What's the What's the name of the the group that's doing that? Do you know? Uh, it's CMG Financial. CMG Financial. Okay. Yeah. As far as we know, they're the only ones that are doing this right now. Yeah. So, as far as I know, and as far as they know, they're the only ones that are doing it right now. So CMG Financial 
has a corporate office here in the woodlands. And so they are kind of innovative mm-hmm. in different types of lending. Obviously, there's always, like we said, a hundred ways to skin a cat. Mm-hmm. So they have come up with an idea that to do, you know, a GoFundMe style um, down payment. Right. So instead of you, and like we talked about, like if you're getting married, let's say, yeah, you send everybody a a what do they call it like your like your marriage um your announcement your announcement yeah with a qr code yep to go to their um crowdfunding page to help pay for their home right you know or their down payment their on down their payment home. yeah yeah so it, it's a really cool idea um obviously there's stipulations to it and what they can and can't do but it's basically an account that is made and you just have people Add money to your account, yeah. Which is almost like what you would do with GoFundMe, yeah. Right? GoFundMe's basically the same exact thing, but this is just for a specific type of of loan. But um, I think they can go up to like a four hundred thousand dollar loan on on a house. Okay, so that's um, kind of cool. So yeah, we were saying like <laughs> we kind of funny like you're you're like getting married and you're at your reception and all of a sudden on the big screen. A big QR code goes up there. And they're like, hey, if you didn't buy us any presents, uh, just uh, go to this website. There you and, go. And there you go. Man, that's, Pretty cool, I, though. That's a really, really smart thing to do. I mean, because at the end of the day, um, I've found that people will pay for just about anything. Yeah. I mean, literally, people will pay or contribute for, to. Or con- I, uh, contribute, pay. Like, I, I, I literally think that... I mean, people buy stuff so flippantly. Oh yes. I mean, it's just like, oh, I got five bucks, yeah, I'll buy that. I got ten bucks, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll you need some help, I'll, I'll give that to you. Like, especially if you got cash in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> you got cash in your pocket, you'll pay for anything. There, there is something to be said about passing the hat. Yeah, it works. Yeah. I mean, yeah. whether it's working out of guilt, or it's like, oh, I didn't. Freddie put something in, and I should probably put something in too. Like yeah. whether it's that, yeah, yeah, right, or whether it's just you know you want to look, uh, yeah, look at what I just put in there. You know, whatever it is, it works. Yeah, my my best friend's kids always know who I am because they they always had a photo up of me at their house from their wedding, and me, I was I was the best man, and then the the maid of honor. We went around the uh, the reception dancing, getting people to stuff money into our. Indoor. Oh, nice. in your in your suit. Yeah, in my yeah. suit and her dress. And so like there's a picture of us with like just money just like sticking out money, all money, over money, us. Money. You know, and so like that was our job was like to go around and you know, put a drink in somebody's hand and say, Hey, you got any cash for the the, the happy newlyweds? And nice. man, they were forking it over like crazy. Yeah. We should have gotten out of there. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Sorry, I paid for this tux. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I I think that it's smart. I, yeah, I, I mean, there was when we were talking to him. Wasn't there like I think he was saying there was like a there's like a max that people could give for like tax purposes and things like that. I think I think it was no more than three and a half percent or maybe five percent of like the purchase price. I mean, it was quite a bit though. Yeah, it was. It was so I mean, if they're buying a three hundred thousand dollar house, then they maybe max out at nine thousand or twelve thousand. But that's but a decent still. down payment. 
That's a yeah. That's what it's for. I mean, it's a decent yeah. It's a decent I mean, it's, help. It's oh, it's a big help. So, yeah. So I mean, you basically could could use that as your most of your down payment, and you're basically just paying your monthly. Yeah. After that, so I mean, it's a pretty cool little setup that they um that they've kind of evolved from. I don't know, you know, because mortgage companies are always trying to think of like the next mm-hmm. idea, right? Of what can we do. To separate ourselves, what can we do that's a little bit different from all these other mortgage companies? So they come up with all of these yeah. ideas and all these different uh, programs. And so CMG just happened to think of like this, you know, go, GoFundMe style, mm-hmm. which um, I was like, man, y'all should be like promoting this like hardcore because it is an, a good idea. It's easy. And like, hey, you don't have to buy them a wedding gift and eh, just, just send them 200 bucks on their. Yeah. On their home or whatever. I, I kind of wonder if it's like if it's expensive for them just because they have to provide a lot of back end tech, you know. Like, but do they? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I would think that it's such repeatable. <laughs> it's so repeatable for them that likely it's not. I mean, unless there's just like tons of hosting, like server hosting well, type I'm, stuff. I'm just, like, I'm, I'm guessing that everybody that donates to it has to set up like an account. They have yeah. to like authenticate them. They Probably. Have to, you know, all that payment process stuff on websites is just expensive it is. to build out. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, like, but if they have it already. Or if it's proprietary to them. You know, or maybe they're like stealing it from Patreon or something. I don't know. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We tried to have them in here. They couldn't make it tonight. I so. know. I know. I was Joey, if you're listening, I'm upset at you. Hey, come um, on now. Had to go and be a good dad. Yeah. Had to do a baseball <laughs> thing. <laughs> it but, baseball thing? It's freaking like 20 degrees outside. Commissioner thing. He's getting his punishment doing. right now because it's cold out there. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they're outside on the field talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, that that's like a that's like the newest thing that that has come out in the last couple months, and I was like, huh, that'd be really something to. Um, I want to have someone do it just just to see, to see it. how it works, yeah. you know, because you know I, I almost want to be like, hey, if you're getting married, you should use this type of program to fund your next to fund your house that you want to buy after you get married mm. or whatever. Mm. To me, like. Getting married or getting divorced would be two two good times to do it. Right. <laughs> so usually people getting divorced, they 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 buy a lot of houses too. Yeah, well, yeah I mean they, they they almost have to. Yeah. Right. I mean yeah. unless they're going to move into an apartment or rental house, I mean mm-hmm. they're going to they they're instead of one house you got to have two. Yeah. They're home buyers. There it goes. Yeah, they're home buyers. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, okay, so let's see. We've covered price hikes. Yeah. We've covered foreclosures. We've covered crazy things related to getting down payments. What else have we not covered tonight that well, we planned on covering? The only other thing that we didn't talk about was, and it's not really my realm, but it's interest rates. Okay. So just with inflation and it very, it looks like they're going to raise interest rates two or three times this year, which, okay. you know, we went down all the way to like, 2.75-ish, mm-hmm. and we're going to be like, I would say we're back in the fours. I could be wrong, but I'm probably not. Like, we're going to be, which is four still not horrible. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I, my house my house is at like 399, and that was 2017, and uh, 
I feel really good about it still. Yeah. And I, I intentionally didn't refi because we would like to, to move, and so we we didn't refi. Um, but a lot of people did. If you're going to stay where you're at, you should have. Um, but, uh, you know, 399, that's still good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it is. I mean, when, like, when, like – we were kids. Oh, it was like 14, 15, yeah. 16%. Yeah. I mean, like, and people would just, like, be, you know, screaming in the streets if they thought they had to pay that right now. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. But that was, but that, okay, so there's a couple of different things. It was normal, first of all. It was normal. Second of all, the houses weren't as much as they currently are. Third of all, you could put most homes on a 15 or 20-year note instead of a 30-year note. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that's different, but that being said, um, Four percent still feels pretty good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not bad. I heard a story about. Do you know who came up with uh, the American dream about home ownership being the American dream? Banks. Banks. Oh yeah. Did you, is yeah. this a Cardone? You heard this from? I don't know. I want to say I heard it like that's who I heard six it from. months ago. Yeah. Maybe it was him. Maybe he was telling a story about. Uh, yeah, now that you say it, I think it was him that, that I listened to about the American dream was banks because banks needed something they needed to loan. Product. They needed a product. They needed a loan. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I never yeah. I, I never had thought of it that way, and that's when they started building out neighborhoods. Yep. Yeah. It's, I mean, like a lot of people lived in buildings. Mm-hmm. Even, even in small towns, you had buildings that people would live in, you know, like – you know, quadplexes and, and different things like, you know, apartments and, and things like that. So, like, it, he's he's right. I mean, like, it's it's sort of a new-ish phenomenon that the American dream is to own your own home. Yeah. So. Which, yeah. you know, is, is kind of funny because we all know that one of the greatest things about homeownership is equity. Right. It's one of the greatest things about it. You're paying down something. You're paying interest, whatever, but that's normal. You're paying down something, now you own something. Like, that's – it's a piece of – property that you own it's yours that's great yeah but i you know seems normal to us but we've also been living in it for quite a few years you yeah. Know? The, 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 yeah exactly the point of this the story that, that freddie's talking about though is that most people in order to afford the kind of home that they want they have loved. to put it on a 30-year note you have to and and so you know, then then you start seeing by the time you pay it off, then you start seeing ads from Tom Selleck about how you need to like reverse mortgage your home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and it, 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 like because you've now retired and you really you you now you can't afford right. the upkeep on the home. So like even if you have all the equity in the world, you don't have access to that capital, mm-hmm. and so you have to then try and get money from that, and so you sell it back. Yep. And, and so it, like, Cardone's whole thing was like, look, banks don't make money unless they're lending money. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't realize this. Like, I think the last time I heard, like, banks can lend twenty dollars for every dollar that they have. Mm. That's a which, lot. That should disturb everybody. Yeah, that's, that sounds right too. <laughs> um, that they can just create money out of nothing to, in order to lend you money, so that, that they can make money. So that they can make money as you pay it back. They're they're lending you pretend money that then you pay back with real money. This with sounds like interest. This sounds yeah. like monopoly only with a weird twist. Yeah, it it, it, it is. <laughs> and so he was. What he, the the point of the, that story was that like, look, they created this idea of the American dream in order to sell you a product so that they could loan more money. Right. Because banks primarily had loaned money to start businesses, mm-hmm. but there's just you know a lot of people just don't have the temperament for that, so they're not loaning as much money. Well, how do you loan more money? Well, 
Create new product. Yep. Well, see, so you buy a house at, when you're 30. Let's say you buy a house when you're 35. Uh-huh. You do a 30 year note. Which is when most people are financially stable enough to do that. Right. It's 35. Yep. At 65, they pay it off. Yep. Then at 70, do they do a reverse mortgage? Oh, yep. My God. They got five years of. <laughs> they got hosed. <laughs> yep. Well, get you hosed, man. Well, and mm. like, let's say, let's say you turn 65 in 2008. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh! Right, and which was the reality for some people, yep. right? Like I've been working all my life to pay off this house. I bought it when I was thirty-five. I'm paying it off when I'm sixty-five, and now it's worth half of what I paid for it. Jeez. You know, you know, they were selling houses. I remember this because I was trying to buy this house in like 2010 or 2009. You could buy a house in Houston that was like five, six years old for like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, twenty five thousand, thirty thousand, like homes that were like eighteen hundred, nineteen hundred square feet, like pretty good shape, and they would be sitting there for like months, three months. Yeah, at like thirty thousand dollars. I try to buy one. That's the only reason I really know that story because I wasn't in real estate yet. Uh-huh. But I was like telling my dad, Dad. Give me thirty thousand dollars so I can buy this house. Mm-hmm. And by the time he gave me the money, the deal went. They sold it to somebody else. And right. anyways, I never bought it. But like that was an actual thing. Yeah. In Houston, like that house right now is probably worth like two seventy. Jeez. Mm-hmm. And someone bought it for like thirty, mm-hmm. thirty five. Yeah. They look like a genius right now, right? Yeah, and they probably bought ten of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, it like. I'll make a bold prediction. I think we're going to see that again. I don't think it's going to go that low, but I think we're going to see it again. I, it, we should. I just don't know when. I don't. Yeah, that's the thing is no one ever knows when, but I think it is going to happen relatively soon. We're supposed to be in like ten to twelve year cycles. Yeah. You know, in oh, you know, oh eight was like a a weird one. It was. Um, uh, just because it's manufactured. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Five hundred credit score. Sign right here, sir. <laughs> um, but it's it's. I would like to, you know, because right now it's not it's not really that fun to be a real estate agent unless you're only doing listings. Mm-hmm. Like if you have any buyers, it's extremely hard. Yeah, I wrote probably ten contracts for one buyer this last year. I mean, we would go see a house, write a contract, full price. I mean, it was never under full price. Right. It was always full price. Plus, hey. How about two free weeks in your house after the deal closes mm-hmm. so you can move our stuff out? Yeah, they took a better offer. Of course. Because yeah. there was 13 of them. 13 better offers. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I would ra- I, I like it when it's 50-50, <laughs> you know, when it's, yeah. when it's even. Because when it's like, you know, 90-10, uh, it's, it's, it hurt. it's, it's real estate agents. People think, oh, man, the market's great. Prices are going up. Oh, I'm sure you guys are loving it, and real estate agents really don't like that. Yeah, it's, it makes our job a lot, lot harder. Yeah, you know. So can can they actually do that? They can they can set up the does the listing agent set the the rate that the buying agent gets? Yes. Well, technically the seller oh, authorizes authorizes the, what the listing agent and the buyer's agent are paid. Okay. But it's typically three three, right? Typically, mm, yeah, in most scenarios, yes. But like, I have one that is—it's um, a new—it's brand new house, and it's for like six hundred plus thousand. And um, 
we did all the paperwork, everything signed, everyone signing off. At the very, the probably like the last two things that need to be signed off on, they're like, oh, they're only paying 2% on this house what? and not 3 Which was fine. I mean, it it was for a good friend of mine from like elementary school. Uh-huh. So I wasn't like going to piss him on about it. Right. I just kind of was like, sure about that? <laughs> but like, can I mean, we, can we have a recap, it, it please? Makes, it like, makes, it, I mean, it went from an eighteen thousand dollar commission, which is great, sure. to a twelve, which is still great, but sure. it's six thousand dollars. But it's still six thousand dollars. Yeah. So I have to at least be like a little bit pissed. I mean, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. So like, and that was like the the deal was already agreed upon. Everything was signed. They even had three percent that they were paying on their paperwork. And then they're like, oh, by the way, I did that wrong. (laughs) That's what the agent told me. That's shady. She goes, oh, I'm really sorry I did that wrong. She goes, I'm really sorry I did that wrong. Uh, Well, you know what? Like, you can pay me $6,000 out of your commission then. How about that? that? (laughs) I'm really sorry I didn't twist that knife as I stuck it in your back. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The only thing that made me feel a little bit better, and not that it really did, but, like, I went to some of her other listings. For that same um, builder, and they, those were at two percent. Uh, so it was more of like a clerical error, right? But I mean, still, I thought it's you a were six thousand dollar error. I thought you were gonna <laughs> say she like fell and broke her arm or something. That made you feel a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that my foot was out there made me feel better. <laughs> but I mean, so some yeah, three and three is what you is what you normally will see. And I can't even say that because that's actually for even me to say that that's normal mm-hmm. is actually against the rules. Uh, You're not supposed to say because there is no normal. set normal commission because it could be four and four. What if you what if you told the seller, I'm going to do an extremely awesome job. I'm going to sell it for more than anybody else, but I need eight mm-hmm. percent because I'm going to mail every millionaire in Texas about your house. OK. So I need 8%. How how often does that happen? Well, I was going to say, does that happen on, like, higher-value listings? Because they're harder to move. Well, sometimes. Well, right now, no, but... I'm talking, like, 4 or $5 million. Okay, did you see the listing in L.A.? $52 million? Yeah, whose house was that? Well, it's the big... I don't don't know, but it's, like, 50... I think it's, like, uh, 50,000 square feet. It's um, an acre. Th- there's, but, but it's only. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing: it's only on three acres. Wow. But it's, but it is the largest. I believe it's the largest house in the country. It is the it is, and it overlooks L.A. Like it is, it's up on a hill. You can see the entire city, and it's it's absolutely stunning. I think there's like there's something like thirty five, forty rooms, like bedrooms in it. Um, it's, it's unbelievable. I don't even know who owns it, but it's serious. I think it's like 52, $53 million. Wow. It's probably like so, David Geffen or. I need to go. Or, all right. Now I got to go look. It's probably, it, it, you know what the funny thing is, is like, and I'm sure that that house is just so over the top, incredible in every single way. But like Elon Musk is like, I want to sell my. I don't even want a house. Yeah, he sold all this property because I don't. I don't want anything to. Well, he wants to, to live in a. He wants to live in a small home that's smart. That's what he wants to live in. Yeah, like which, a, like a solar powered. Yeah, it's ridiculous. 
So here, here's the I was when you guys were talking about that, I was thinking about the story that I saw and I found it. So it is uh, this home in San Francisco that just sold for nearly two million, and it's condemned. <laughs> what? So San Francisco will be the first domino, in my opinion, uh-huh. to fall, and it's gonna fall apart. San Francisco is so, I mean, the 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 real estate price in San Francisco is so incredibly ridiculously high. Have you have you seen this property that I'm talking about? No, I haven't. Yeah, let me see if I can. I y'all, all right. I'm I'm wrong. Are y'all ready for this? It wasn't fifty. No, four thousand square feet. No, it was um, it was a lot. It was a lot more than that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. So so this house is um. First of all, it's in it's in L.A. It is listed at two hundred and ninety-five million dollars. Uh huh. It's a hundred and five thousand square feet. Holy cow! And it, so it's got that's a, over two acres. So it's yeah. got yeah. So it's got um it um okay. So I was wrong. I was wrong about the the forty bedrooms. It's got forty bathrooms. Forty one bathroom. Forty two actually. Twenty one bedrooms. 42 bathrooms, multiple pools. There's a nightclub in it. A full-blown nightclub with a VIP area, a bowling alley, a 40-seat movie theater, a full-service hair salon, 30-car garage, and that's just part of the the stuff that it's got, but it's it sounds like Prince's house in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 290. Wow. I mean, but look at this thing. I mean, that is a gorgeous This is a gorgeous home. And it's two hundred and ninety five million dollars. But, but so. what do you what do you what it's, do you want? see how it just why? So it, well, yeah, exactly. Like like it, do you wanna stay home that's, all the time? That's a cult. That's what that is. A cult lives there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no that would be I, okay. There's there's that would be okay. Um there's something <laughs> As long as I'm the leader. <laughs> right, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being an admin yeah, on a Facebook yeah, page. As yeah. long as I'm the leader, I'll do anything. Um but no, I think that I, I don't know what you would do. With, it's it's a status symbol. That's yeah. all this thing is. Is the largest city in America, hundred five thousand square feet? Really? A hundred a hundred and five thousand? What? There's, how many how many women come with it? Uh, 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 probably Zero. as million as million. And <laughs> in, in real life, probably I mean, hundreds. Uh, as many as you would like. If it's more than one, really? it's too many. <laughs> That's right. It's like, I hope none. But, um, <laughs> 40 seat movie theater. And wow. Anyway. That, that, I, I just, I mean, yeah, that would be cool, I guess, but like, it would be, I don't know. I don't know. I guess, I guess someone has to, but. Like I don't even know why I know this. This is so embarrassing to say, and I probably saw this on a Facebook reel or an Instagram reel. But like Kim Kardashian says to Kanye, he says something about their swimming pool, and she looks at him and goes, "You know, I've never used our pool." <laughs> and he was like, "Huh? What? Like?" She doesn't even use like when they live together and uh-huh. are married. She she's like I never used our pool one time. What? But like if you own something like that, like how many times do you like go bowl? Right. Yeah. Every <laughs> hour. 
<laughs> I am throwing one ball every hour. It's going to take me a day to bowl a game, but I am using the bowling alley. You've really underestimated the value of professional bowling. (laughs) Apparently these guys are rolling in it. (laughs) Well, but you know what? Like, it's one of those things where it's like, what's the most outlandish thing I can put in my house? A bowling alley. Next to the club. Next to the cl- yeah, I mean, but not just the club. I want the VIP, the VIP section, section in my in the club. Like, Absolutely. You live there, right? Just go to your room. Go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, it's like, are there bouncers there? <laughs> like, I promise, there's a room not being used yes. here. It's twenty one bedrooms. It's like, it's uh, do y'all ever watch Parks and Rec? Yeah, yeah. So John Ralphio is like place so exclusive. Even I'm not allowed. Yeah. In it. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, hey, let's go to the club. We're at, uh, come to my house, man. I got a club here. Third door on the right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, man, we're gonna sit in VIP today. It's Tuesday. Okay, man, it's all good. Tuesday. Taco. Taco. Yeah. It's like I know. I, that's why I invited you, because it's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it's Tuesday. <laughs> if man. it was Friday, I wouldn't have invited you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is just so outlandish. I mean, I guess that that's just how people want to spend their time. I would, I think California, the, the being outdoors in California is like the best thing about that. Oh, yeah. About that state. Um, the outdoor things you can do there is awesome. Yeah. But, to stay in your house, I don't get that. No, nah, yeah. and by the way, that home is only seven hundred eighty-five thousand in Texas. So, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, that house in Cleveland <laughs> is, is like is like half yeah, a mil. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Cleveland, and, and, and it's on forty-five acres. Yeah, yeah so. seriously. And the meth lab next door is also for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we've digressed. I promise. Oh, <laughs> this man. has gotten this has not gotten better <laughs> as we've gone on. Yeah. People have stopped listening. Well, he's been on the show, but he hasn't he hasn't done That's true. He hasn't done the thing. We're not we he hasn't done the thing. Yeah. Do you know about the thing? Are you familiar with the thing? No, I didn't know there was uh what what's my what's the what's the what thing am I well, supposed to do? It's pretty simple. It's the final four. The final four. That's right. <laughs> The final four questions we ask all of our guests, and so since you're our guest, you get to participate in the final four for the first time. I, I guess I just wasn't thinking about the fact that he's never done it. Yeah. And so, look, everybody's actually been sitting here going, could they get through the stupid 295,000, no, sorry, million thing just so we can <laughs> we get to the, the final, final four? four. Yeah. That's the only reason they're here. So, okay, sweet. final four questions. Here we go. Here we go. You ready? Is this, is this like Family Feud? Um, No, I don't get a shot. No, oh, okay. no, he doesn't remember any of the questions. So here, here we go. What's the must-have tool you won't leave your house without? Mm, phone. Oh man, you and every other person. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> no, it's like, no, it's fine. It's good. It's the answer. It's the answer. Everybody knows it's the answer. I was gonna say hammer. Oh, you should have said hammer. I was going to say hammer. What are you going to use I don't a think hammer? anyone's ever said hammer before. <laughs> the hammer's the least used thing. <laughs> Damn it, I should have said hammer. It's, it's, like, it's like, oh, that's what that little loop on my dickies is for. <laughs> I carry a hammer around everywhere now. All these now. years. So yesterday I actually had a, I took my kids and we had a 
hammered down a, a, a sign in a okay. yard. Yeah, okay. So I, you know, I have to, I have to have a hammer. I mean, some but, phones would work for that as well. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it just definitely is your wife's name Megan. Yes. Okay, she's watching. So behave yourself. Oh, okay, hey, good. Chill. <laughs> Careful, fellas. Careful. She also likes the. Sh- I mean, so. Okay, good. Of course she does. Good, good. Apparently, I, you're doing all right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. She, if, and if you haven't, y'all, look, we are one like away on Facebook from 2000. Can you please, somebody, right now, Send some stop love. what you pause it, do whatever you have to do, go. Freaking like the show, homeowner <laughs> show on Facebook. All right, next question. You ready? Yes, sir. All right, what's a job you walked away from? Now, we we have to tell everybody that this question was poorly written because we meant what's a project at your house that you started and you didn't finish, and so you had to call in a contractor because you decided I couldn't finish it. But that's not what we wrote. We wrote what's a job you walked away from. So take it however you want to. Maybe it's a career. Maybe it's an actual project. But it's a job you walked away from. So I used to work at this golf course when I was 19, maybe. Okay, so I worked at this golf course, and it was where, like, you know, you would – I worked at the little uh, golf cart barn, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So you – The cart shed. So yeah. you would you go there in the morning at 5.30, you get there, you open it up, and you start driving the carts mm-hmm. out so where people come up and, and take off. They say, don't link all the carts together and drive them out because if you forget to unplug the battery. Mm-hmm. You'll, the plug up above. Yeah, the plug up above. Yeah, yeah you'll, you'll yank it out. Right. Right. So like maybe, you know, my third month there – I'm like, drive, because it's like, do you drive one, then you go get the next one. You drive one, you go get the next one. Well, I'm like, well, I'm just going to drive three up, you know, <laughs> drive three. Sure. What do I do? Forget. Forget the battery. Boom. Pulled it out. Man, this guy rims, rips me a new one. Okay. <laughs> so about another month later, I'm like, man, let me, let me just hurry this up. <laughs> Boom. Did another one. I finished that. Uh, I go, hey, man, I, I got to go. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Bayshore Country Club in the port, I'm sorry. I busted two of them batteries. <laughs> those, those chargers are expensive, man. That's why I left. <laughs> I knew that was it. It was, yeah. it was coming out of the paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my That $200 battery wasn't worth the $200 paycheck, so. You're out. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> I walked away from that job. <laughs> that's probably one of the that's one of the better answers that we've had. You busted it, yeah. Peace yep. out. I'm out. And I'm out. But but what's funny is he actually finished the job before Hey, by the way, I'm not gonna be back. Like he got all the rest of them out. Well, cause that core's just hanging there, dude. It's like you walk into the barn and you just got that core just hanging there. It's like Mr. Obvious over here. <laughs> we all know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good. I like that. I got a good laugh out of that. All right. Third question. How do you wind down at the end of a long day? Mm, so I like to drink uh, whiskey. And so I probably pour... Um, Probably a good whiskey and mm-hmm. just kind of chill. 
Okay. Now, I have two boys. And so coming home from work, mm-hmm. there's a lot of playing and wrestling right. and all that other it has good to be stuff. Done. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I wrestled before I came here. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> so, good for you. Yeah. I mean, that's I wrestled. What, a, that's what I, good I, dads I, do. I wrestled a six-year-old. Good for so, you. Did you, did you win? You win? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I dominated. Well, let me, So, like, every once in a while. Yeah, you got to let them yeah, win. They'll get a while. shot in. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, they, they. And it really only takes one shot. Yeah. One shot. One. Perfectly placed. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I, I've let them. I've let them win. It's two versus one. It's a okay. six oh, yeah. and a nine versus me. So yeah, they're, the nine year old, that nine year old's a lot bigger than we give them credit for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh my gosh, and he's eighty pounds of flour. So. Yeah. So yeah. thankfully, my nine year old's the girl, and she's timid. Oh, okay. But my, yeah. my seven year old makes up for it, man. Like he is, he does not care. He's like supermaning off of the the uh, ottoman. Oh yeah. And I'm like, dude, you just like I can't walk for three days. Thank you. Broke four ribs. <laughs> yeah. Um. And he's and he's I got you this time, Daddy. I'm like, yeah, you did. You did. I, I lost. That kid's like a hockey puck. <laughs> he is man. <laughs> he is. Oh well, you got one too. You got a hockey puck. I do. <laughs> your, yeah. your hockey puck outweighs my nine year old. <laughs> But it's all good. Yep. She's awesome. (laughs) All right. Last question. What's one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice that you've ever received? Ooh, goodness. Wow, that's a tough question. Um, Just because I feel like I've received so many um, good pieces of advice. So um, I'll say this. So. So I'm wearing an Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminate Hate shirt. Uh-huh. All right. And so Arnold was always like a like I always liked Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, even though they're a little corny, right? Sure. Um, but he always had like the funny lines, yeah. you know, like the funny like yeah. two or three word line. Yeah. You know. Um, so who's your daddy, and what does he do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. You know, he has all the like the you know all the funny stuff. So, but. He had a motion of a, uh, like a motivational video that came out in like 2010 or 11, mm-hmm. and it always stuck with me. It always stuck with me for whatever reason. Like I heard it, and I couldn't like let it go. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it probably like three or four times a week, yeah. and it was like. Six Arnold Six Rules of Success, and it's like it's a it's a pretty popular YouTube video, but it's um I just always listen to that, and it was always like work your butt off, um don't listen to the naysayers, um once you make it turn around pick someone else up, um you know it was just like his rules of success, and I would just listen to it over and over and over and over again, and like that's what kind of made me. Go away from my job, which I was um, a travel agent. Oh, okay. To getting into real estate because I would listen to that video and he was always like, do whatever you feel like is right in your heart. Like, don't listen to what other people say. If you know something's right, go after that. Like, don't listen to what other people think. Mm. And so, like, I always listen to that and I would just play it and I would listen to it. And I just was like, I'm going to go for real estate. 
even though I had no experience, which obviously everyone starts out with no experience. Right. But like I was afraid to like jump into it. Mm. And so like Arnold, by him just like almost being in my mind of telling me like, hey, you can do this. Like, like don't listen to what other people are saying. Like do whatever you think is best. Like that gave me like the courage to like, let me go ahead and, and do this. Mm. So like. Even though I've had like so many great people that I've listened to and podcasts and this, that, and the other, like he was one of the first people I would say that like really kind of like stuck with me. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I don't agree with all stuff he says. Sure. Lately, but like those things like really like stuck. So. Yeah. I will it, say. It is the good. The good ones are the ones that stick with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I even probably listened to it like a month ago. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, and it's, it's probably at least 10 years ago. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Nice. Well, <clears throat> so, uh, go ahead and get it out. We lied to you. And there's a secret fifth question, which kind of sucks for us because it doesn't work well into the show. But Craig gets to ask this question. So, go ahead. It's the only one I can remember. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. If people want to find you, how do they get a hold of you? Okay, so if you want to find me, you can find me as um, my under my company name, uh, which is therealtybridge.com. You can find me at Freddie Palomares on Facebook, um, or you can just call me directly. My number is 832-606-3709. That's my direct sell, and if you have any real estate questions, I'd be happy to help you out. Cool. Is there is there an email or website or anything uh, like that? Yeah, so just... Uh, therealtybridge.com. Okay. We have all of like our our listings, and you know I've I put in like hours and hours and hours of like time in the website. So finally got to where it needs to be. Nice. So um, that's a big accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah, building you know building websites and those type of things, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Building logo, I, just getting a logo together is hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I me and uh me and my guy Eric Jackson, um we. I said I want I want so finally got a name the Realty Bridge mm-hmm. right like making strong connections and and crossing over from like home ownership yeah so I was like I want a bridge but I want to build a home logo in the bridge okay and so like we went over like twenty different like drawings and we finally like got it just right mm-hmm. so I'm like really proud of like the logo and what it what it came to yeah nice. um. Just because it's something that we created, so Brand, it's pretty cool. Branding is really important. Yeah, I mean, your brand is it's gonna be with you a long time. Yeah, it's it's, it's super important. Yeah, so. cool. Well, Appreciate it, guys. No, yeah, man, no, it's, thank you for it's, coming. It's, yeah, it's been a great episode. Thank you for updating us on all the things we speculate a lot of times. It's really good to have <laughs> to have someone in here that actually gives us some some information. So. Uh, yeah, it's been really good. Thank you all for downloading today's episode or watching if you're watching this on Facebook Live. Uh, we would just ask that you do something real simple. Just go leave us a five-star rating review, and uh, we would love you forever. Hit the like button because yeah. they only need two more likes. That's right, to get over <laughs> that elusive 2,000. <laughs> yeah, see you later, guys. See you.